0: This is the Frank and Friends show. Hi there. I'm Frank Murphy.
1: I'm Becca James, the girl with two first names. I
0: love it when you say that. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming back for our, uh, another Advent show.
1: Yes. Thank our, you for having me. It huh? might be
0: a Christmas show by the time I get it edited and put out because there's so much to do. Uh, be sure you like and subscribe and uh, notify yourselves by ringing the bell on YouTube. So you don't miss any of our episodes, either the podcast episodes like this, or the Seymour Smokies adventures, yes. where we go off and uh, and film things. up One of these
1: days, I'm going to come with you on one of those.
0: <laughs> well, actually, if you, I-, I talked to Catherine Frady, who's in New Orleans, not where is she, Baton Rouge, and she gave me some dates in January that she might be available. Okay. Similarly, your schedule is such. And if you were to say I can do it on such and such a day, I've got. To,
1: oh, so that's how I have to do it.
0: Yeah, I have to notify
1: you what the exact. Like, with with enough day notice, like, oh. no. Well, then
0: what I would do is I would call somebody in Pigeon Forge and say I've got a I've got a co-host mm-hmm. available to come, and we're going to do an episode to feature your business on like Wednesdays okay. are good, middle of the week is good because. Um, <laughs> Not for you, uh, not for me, but for them. But you know, we find a time. Yeah, uh, I, I've done them on weekends. You know, it can be yeah. done. It can be done.
1: Yes. Anyway,
0: okay. so that's that's all you got to do is you just got to work yourself into the schedule and okay, things start to happen. Because I'm Mr. <laughs> TV. You know, I, mean, I, I just oh, call I right up and I go, "Hello." <laughs> I um, know.
1: I look. You even know how to put on makeup now. <laughs> 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 He's wearing makeup. He does quite a good job. Well, I was
0: worried actually. I, I was this morning. I was thinking, did I do it right? I'm looking in the mirrors. I didn't. I don't. Oh, but, like, but what
1: did you say to me about it?
0: I said, it feels like I'm doing it right. I just can't see it in the mirror. It looks, because you try to make it look like you don't have it on. Yeah,
1: but then you were talking about how it's like, oh, it's like, but I have the muscle memory now. And I just look at him and I'm like, I've been doing my makeup since I was 13.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: kind of know what you mean. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay.
1: And you don't even have to do, like, no. the yeah. eyeliner and the eyeshadow and the mascara and all yeah. and the stuff. It looks good. You
0: did a good <laughs> Thank job. You.
1: Thank <laughs> you. I've, I've had a few years of practice.
0: I just put a slap on some bronzer. But I'm like, I, but really, I, I, for whatever reason, I couldn't see mm-hmm. in that mirror. I don't usually normally use that the close by bathroom mirror. I go up with the brighter lights and I'm looking <laughs> at it. I was doing all this. But I said, I'll just do it. And I, like, I literally did it from muscle memory. Yeah. And I just slap it on some bronzer is all I was doing.
1: You're a professional now.
0: I guess so. <laughs> got all those shows I on know. PBS. It's like a dream. I get to have a game show and an interview show on the PBS uh, affiliate. Yeah. So That is, that is absolutely well, well, Frank,
1: how can we watch this game show and these interview shows?
0: Well, oh, I'm starting the press. That's the other thing I've got to do. Oh, my gosh. I have to write the press release. Oh. For the new season of Scholars Bowl, season 39, because um, I've already booked myself an interview on Channel 10. Oh, yeah. And on News Talk Radio.
1: Well, you should know what you're going to talk about. Yeah.
0: So I got- <laughs> <laughs> so I, and they both said, well, send me some information. Like, yes, I will write and you And you've been on the receiving
1: end of that when you <laughs> haven't gotten the information ahead of time so that they can properly plan. Right. So, yeah, don't be that person. So, so
0: I do my media tour. I usually go on, you know, channels 6, 8, and 10, and I do um, a couple of different radio stations and newspaper hmm. interviews, you know, with Carol Shane, maybe for the Shopper News or somebody. Yeah. Um, and we talk about the new season of Scholars Bowl, uh, and the improvements that we made, the changes that we made, that I hope you'll notice when you watch, starting January 9th, is that right? Is that Tuesday? Monday? Uh, on your uh, East Tennessee PBS. Right.
1: I, I do not have the calendar memorized, but I can...
0: I think it's January attend. 9th is a Monday.
1: January 9th is a Monday.
0: That's when they start. New episodes start. And then the other show, The Up Close with <laughs> Frank Murphy, is on the last Wednesday of the month at midnight.
1: All right, so and, like and a... then you can watch it afterwards on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: On, uh, or on the, the PBS uh, video app. Or if going.
1: you follow Frank and Friends Show on social media, you usually post the links there as well. Yeah.
0: Well, we are in the, the Christmas mode here. If you want to get our merchandise as a Christmas gift, go to frankandfriendsshow.com slash <laughs> store. But in our last episode, I alluded to uh, my wife making cracker candy.
1: Can I open this now?
0: Yes, and how oh. uh, she was worried about scaring me with the cracker candy. So this is you keep it in the fridge because what you do is you take crackers. So she likes to use the uh, the flip those
1: are Ritz crackers, right? And these are
0: the flip side, which are like Ritz on one side and pretzel oh. on the other side.
1: Oh,
0: because that's what she likes. So I can, can
1: smell the butter from the Ritz, and so really exactly.
0: good. exactly you're a, so right on that. Um, you can also use saltines, any cracker. It doesn't matter. Ritz yeah. crackers are really good saltines, whatever, you lay them in a, in a tray, in, a, in okay. a big, uh, put down parchment paper, yep. you fill the tray, the cookie sheet, whatever, with these um, crackers, and then you pour over it the melted yeah. sugar and butter mixture.
1: Oh, is that the... That's you what you me- see, that's what Let you me see. Me that's the this so that's the, the white side? Yeah, or that's the, the
0: melted sugar and butter ooh, that has okay. oozed through. And then, this is, um, and you bake that for a few minutes, make it really hot, and then you put a bunch of chocolate chips over the top, Oh. And you let it all melt into a goo, and then you put the whole tray in the freezer. Okay. So, and you put it in the freezer overnight. And that's when she says to me, she's going to warn me. She's worried. She says she's had to make this late at night after rehearsal. So 10 o'clock at night, she's like, can you help me make the cracker candy? I'm like, okay. Okay. So 10 o'clock at night, we're making the cracker cracker candy, candy? and then it goes into the freezer. And she says, now, I'm going to have to, uh, it'll scare you when I break the cracker candy. Oh. I said, what do you mean you're gonna scare me? She says, Well, I don't want you to be alarmed it's because frozen, she's, so. she's gonna get up at five in the morning while I'm still sound asleep. And she's gonna come down here and she's gonna take the tray out of the freezer and you literally just drop it on the floor. I know. And the So
1: this has been on the floor?
0: That hasn't been on the floor. <laughs> and the tray, the baking sheet under it has been on the floor. Okay. 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 Go ahead and eat it. Before I tell you anymore,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like, just kidding. It really has not on the floor. All right. I'll eat one. You know, my kids eat stuff off the floor and no, they're No, fine, It so. was not- <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Some people call it Christmas crack. Some people call it Christmas cracker candy. Cracked candy. And, and puns on there. Mm-hmm. But that's the basic gist of it, is you mm. drop it so that the hard sugars break in an irregular pattern. Yes, you could get some kind of surgical saw if you wanted, and slice it and dice it and make it perfect little shapes if you wished. So about- the
1: secret is putting it in the freezer and dropping the tin on the floor. Because I, I had my first attempt at peppermint bark.
0: Oh, so yeah, I think it's similar. I think that's how you it. Except make-
1: for a... I don't have parchment paper, so. Oh, you need the
0: parchment paper. Look how, look, can you can see that huge roll of parchment. Oh, no, it's covered right now. Uh, we have a huge, huge roll of parchment So,
1: paper. So, mistake one no parchment paper. Yeah. Mistake number two when I started with the, the melted chocolate, I put it on a pan on the stove, and I was using my little, I forget what they're called, they're just like the frosting things that are kind of rubber. Spatula. It's, yeah, but it's, it's, so the. It's, it's a
0: decorating spatula, yeah. And, and
1: it started melting in with the chocolate. So.
0: That was, That's hot chocolate.
1: <laughs> so a, that was mistake number 2 so all of that with the trash can cuz
0: it's got rubber and in it. And luckily
1: it. Um, I you, got a, I got a sale on, on, on like the Kroger brand chocolate morsels so I had more chocolate in the house plenty of chocolate so You're using white chocolate? Um well Pepper I used well I used both. I <sighs> used the semi-sweet and the white chocolate. So I was but you do the cho- the the dark or the semi-sweet first. Yeah. Um, anyways so so, I decided actually at this point, um, I'm just going to Google a recipe now yeah. instead of just trying to wing it. So, <laughs> then I'm like, so then I see the comment about parchment paper. I'm like, too late now, I still don't have any. Um, but it says that you should actually just microwave the chocolate to, to warm it up. So, you I'm like, do that. oh, so yeah. I put it in a bowl, microwave it, and then I put it directly into the cookie sheet, the new cookie sheet. Yeah. And um, then it's like, okay, put it in the refrigerator while for it to set. I'm like, okay, do that. Then go through the process again with the white chocolate, the microwave this time. Um, and then, you know, I, I crush up candy canes yes. for it. And then my kids wanted That's to good. help. So, Mike, mm-hmm. I just let my kids just reach their hands into that, you know, crush candy cane stuff and just, like, sprinkle it all over. So now we also have entirely too much peppermint.
0: Oh, because, oh, and it's all over their hands, too, It's all
1: over their hands. It's over the counter. It's over the floor. But, okay, whatever. You can clean it up. But also, like, peppermint bark should have peppermint, but not, like...
0: Overpowering.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was covered. (laughs) Covered. So, I'm like, all right, well, it'll be what it'll be. So, I go and I put that in the fridge overnight. Yeah. But then it's time, the next day, it's time to to get it out. So, you know, I didn't know about the just dropping it on the floor aspect of it. Um, so I'm sitting here, like trying to use a spatula, getting a knife, like trying to chisel out pieces is <laughs> pepper a peppermint bargain and finally like i have to call my husband to come help and and jonathan's just like why didn't you use parchment paper and i'm like <laughs> why weren't you there helping me when i was starting this process that would have been great to know on the front end I'm like i don't know i'm like i don't bake very often um so i went through this make- whole thing and fi- i finally get it like it's just been set, sitting out long enough because again this was in the fridge yeah. not the freezer. That I was finally able to, like, get a butter knife and, like, just kind of wedge stuff under oh. them. But, of course, you know, now the cookie pan has all the little <laughs> knife marks in it. So, needless to say, part I don't paper think paper. I'm ever going to do it again. You can do
0: part- next year with parchment paper. I feel
1: like I'm traumatized from this experience. Uh, well, so, I'm just, make ga- those... I'm just going to stick to my patels. pizzelles. That's...
0: What is those? When we worked together in radio, you would make these delicious licorice flavored mm-hmm. uh, lace cookies. And, and I don't want my
1: friend was going like, "Ugh, licorice." It was very lightly flavored. Well, I love licorice. So I, 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 I do. Eat. I do too. And so there's always so if I'm making them for I licorice. use It's called um anise is yeah. the type of plant that they get the oil I could have from. used
0: more licorice in mine. So,
1: most people don't like it overpowering, so mm-hmm. I use the extract for the for what I give it to outsiders not being in the family. Because it can be too overpowering and it can turn people off. And, like, there's a hint of it, but you can't quite put your finger yeah, on yeah, what yeah. it is for most people. So, anyways, But, so, there is just, like, the Italian cookies. It looks like a, a waffle cone, but it's just yeah. flat and it's decorative. And
0: You can buy them at the store. Don't. <laughs>
1: don't, don't, don't. Just, please don't. And unless you can find a good Italian bakery. No. Sure, sure. Um, Sorry, <laughs> that's... Anywho, um, so I love making these cookies, and I used to make them for all my coworkers. I used to mail them out, but A, postages got expensive, B, the time. Because the waffle irons, you literally make two cookies at a time.
0: Oh, my goodness. So you make
1: all the batter, and then you have to stand there for hours, you know, spooning out the batter. And it's just, it's a very lengthy process, so I, I don't... I only make them this time of year, but I only make a very small batch. Sure. I'm not and begging for that's one. I'm a, I just feel saying, like you are. No, well. <laughs> if if I do another batch this season, I'll, I'll you know, if, shove if, some in the mailbox. If you, come back and be on the show again. Make a production out of it. <laughs> but them. only if you bring patels. So that, no, that, no, but that's no. my. <laughs> <laughs> you. I, I'm just teasing you. But that, that's the one thing I beg. So I think I'm just going to stick with those because I have them perfected. You know, even my family prefers when I make okay. them versus when they make them. So I'm like, that's I'll stick to that. Well, so no more kitchen disasters when trying to bake.
0: There's there's this song we play on Lake FM. It's, it's Christmas Cookies by some country guy.
1: George Strait. Yeah. It's King George.
0: He's a, he's a guy. I do not
1: know it's King George. Well, it says it on the
0: file that it's King George Strait. But it's I like the song. It turns out I love the yeah. song. But I, I do these little, like, a 10 seconds of intro. So I'm always trying to do a little Christmas cookie joke. And the other day I said, my wife says... That chocolate uh-huh. chips are Christmas cookies, and I think they're just regular cookies. If, that, if, if chocolate chips are Christmas cookies, doesn't that mean all cookies are Christmas cookies? So if that's you, the question if for you, you. If
1: you eat them at Christmas time, do they become Christmas cookies? That's she, an interesting question. I mean, she doesn't question. make
0: chocolate chips the rest of the year. So
1: you could also say, like, I only make my Pizzales at Christmas time. So therefore, they because are. Because to me, they are a seasonal Christmas cookie. Yeah. However, they're not technically Christmas cookies.
0: Okay, but gingerbread men.
1: Oh, that's absolutely a Christmas cookie. But ginger snaps were <laughs> regular.
0: Okay, so we're going to make the plan I think is to make ginger snaps and some gingerbread. I love that's my favorite. I would I could eat gingerbread all the time. My mother used to make uh, yeah, a, a pan of gingerbread like like other mothers would make a pan of brownies. Mm-hmm. And that was and my she'd thing. And she made
1: gingerbread. It's just well, it's the, in br- the box.
0: It was a Jiffy oh. mix. It was like a Jiffy mix and it was gingerbread. I would have
1: to see that cuz I too love gingerbread and you can never find it and, and you can never even find like gingerbread cookies at the store. I made
0: a fool of myself at the at the church bake sale. Well, I mean, I didn't really make a f- I mean, publicly. Did you? <laughs> I embarrassed I got upset because they had a tray of a beautiful gingerbread somebody baked a gingerbread and it looked like the kind my mom used to make. Yeah. So I sent a picture of it to Jerry uh, who was at a different church bake sale at the same time.
1: <laughs>
0: and she had had bought something uh, a, like a pumpkin bread or something nice because it was the weekend before Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. And I'm looking at the gingerbread, and I sent her a picture of it, and she sends it back too expensive. I'm like, oh, because <sighs> she's not going to eat it, and it's just oh, me, and yeah. it's, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty hefty size.
1: Oh, so you couldn't just get a piece of it?
0: No, no, it was a whole. It was like the whole it the was, whole
1: pan. Yeah, I mean, it was like. Oh. It was nice.
0: It was like fifteen or twenty dollars, and it was a pretty decent size. Like I mean, the, the size of this this laptop, you know? Oh yeah, it was. It was, it was nice. It was
1: like a good four pieces.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking <laughs> everything over. Um, so, uh, she said, "Don't buy it. It's too expensive." And I'm kind of you know, almost wishing I had. Yeah. But uh, that's why I love gingerbread. That's a Christmas thing.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, and it's
0: like a cake. So more than I'm
1: a, very big on seasonal things within their own season, like candy corn. I know they make it at Easter now. That is strictly a fall thing. I that, bought too much and, at and Halloween.
0: I still have a whole thing of it over there.
1: Uh, I didn't even buy any this year, which is weird. I normally do, but so it's like a September October thing, and that's it for me.
0: I know. I mean, I, I, I can't, I'm looking at it. I love it, but I'm like, I'm just not in the mood to yeah, eat it.
1: I mean, it's just like, and then like there's there are certain Easter candy things that are you know it's like I just I can only eat them at certain marshmallow places. peeps. Yes, yes. though. I found this. They they make Christmas themed peeps now, and because my kids love marshmallows, I did buy them some for their stockings. So good, mom.
0: Good for you. But but they they
1: look like snowmen, so at least they're. I'm coming to your house for
0: Christmas, is what I'm saying. I mean, good luck. I won't be there. (laughs) 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 Get some of those marshmallow peeps that I enjoy. Well, Walmart. Walmart. (laughs) My my daughter uh, sent me a video of her kids. Um, I'll say the four that are um, ambulatory, because the baby is still...
1: Yeah, probably hasn't had it yet.
0: Yeah, the baby's still sitting in the high chair, but she's sitting there looking at him. And yeah. the four of them have put together, I assume they built this gingerbread house, and it looks Aww, nice, right? Yeah. And Charlie has a, uh, a mallet How old is hand. Charlie now? Um, five, mm-hmm. six. Five. Okay. five or six. I guess he's in kindergarten, so...
1: Yeah, so five
0: or six. Um, he's got the mallet, like a crab Uh-oh. mallet, right? Uh-oh. And they're all waiting... Charlie or to to be the first one to swing the mallet. <laughs> so
1: that's what you do at Gingerbread House. Now you're know this. supposed to
0: I didn't know this. So if they're like the the Property Brothers over here,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're going to remodel the Gingerbread House.
0: And Lucy is Lucy is looking at it like this. Lucy's the baby? No, she's um she's 2 or 3. Two, oh. I've lost track because they all had birthdays. And uh, you have
1: and you have a lot, you've been blessed with a lot of grandkids. So
0: there's 8 6 And Charlie's, like, just turned five-ish, five. five. And then Lucy is... Three? Two or three? Oh, my gosh. This is embarrassing. It doesn't matter. The point is, there's a, I'm blessed with a lot of them. And uh, so Charlie takes it and is right through the oh. roof, and then passes the mallet <laughs> to Timmy and Artie, and they just they bash it up. And then the next video is they've all got a chunk of Gingerbread House, and they're just... And, and she's got... And it's
1: usually hard, right? So they're yeah. just, like, gnawing at it, like... And,
0: but here's the beautiful thing, is the next video, it's like all this chaos, right? The next video that she sends on these Google uh, photos is... You can hear Bing Crosby singing in, all over the, you know, White Christmas, and the only other noise is, <laughs> and they're all just sitting there.
1: Wait, so you're saying if I get a gingerbread house, I let I my kids crack you. it, and then just sit there and eat it, they'll actually give me a few minutes of peace and this quiet? This is
0: what I'm telling you, is they're just all sitting there, <sighs> and you hear the music singing, it's so peaceful, as they're and the destroyed gingerbread house, and the gumdrops are, you know, it's just this, <laughs> the dining room this table is like... The wreckage of the house. But all four of them are just sitting there.
1: Peacefully chewing.
0: Peacefully gnawing mm-hmm. on the gingerbread. And they are so happy because I love gingerbread.
1: I mean, yes, but then also, like, the peace and the quiet. Yes. Because you know what you don't see in those videos is all of the whining and, like, being like, he took my turn. I was supposed to do that. <laughs> like, all of that that's going on. Because, you know... I guess, yeah. yeah. Because they're kids. Because they're kids. <laughs> so it's like all of that work for that one wonderful video.
0: <laughs> well, I'll make a quick uh, commercial for our friends at bonezones.com if you want to get some holiday gifts that are uh, forensic related. You know, whether you're this is well, This is kind of cool. We had the, the clear bag of the oh, uh,
1: well, and the, all the clear bag policies.
0: So yeah, so you probably get these are pretty cool. I think those are nice. Um, we have those. I think I showed you the uh, the gold paperweight the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also is did I put that away? Uh, is the gold skulls over on? there?
1: It's off camera.
0: Oh, all right. Because <laughs> it feels like you remember Yukon Cornelius in the show. Um, no. No. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, they So have, wait. So who is this? Yukon Cornelius is the 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 miner.
1: Oh. Okay. Yes. Who uh, okay, goes
0: yes. and with his pickaxe? I and promise goes,
1: I know these things. I just don't have your memory for like the more obscure he's characters.
0: Licking the pickaxe to see if he's got anything, you know. Well, he would sing. Um, Sil- or Bur- Lives would come on and sing silver and gold, silver and gold. <laughs>
1: I don't know. just felt right.
0: Yes, it's right. (laughs) That's what I'm reminded of. For your holiday shopping needs. (laughs) Autographed silver and gold. Signed by Dr. Bill Bass. Right across the superorbital ridge. So... uh, there you go. Get that on there. I look
1: at you with your bones knowledge.
0: I've learned so much. What I
1: what I know, that, what you know, what that, I know uh, about bones is from the TV show Bones.
0: There's a, like, men have a bump in the back of their skull that women don't have. Really? Yeah, it's like right here. See where my finger is?
1: Right there?
0: Yeah, there's like a little bump there. And then you wouldn't have it.
1: Well, no. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just...
0: I mean, you're a girl. You wouldn't have I mean, I I think I am.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've had kids.
0: (laughs) Actually, I asked Dr. Bass. Someone asked that in our last uh, lecture. Um, If you had to identify a skeleton, would you want to look at the skull first? He said, actually, no, the pelvis. The first thing you want to look at is the pelvis, because that tells you the most, fastest. (laughs) And then the skull secondary. You can go, because the men also have this ridge, a superorbital ridge above the uh, uh, eyes. Yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of some of the stuff you learn in these great books. From yeah. uh, You can get the osteology textbook. You can yeah. get the, the great uh, book that I love, uh, Death's Acre, which is the origins. I think, I think
1: it's on your side. I don't have that one. I know.
0: <laughs> the Origins of the Body Farm. Well, all that stuff. Bonezones.com. Then, yep. Don't forget the S. Oh,
1: shirts, T-shirts. hats. T-shirts.
0: Uh, just everything. I mean, it's going to
1: bug you that you can't find the book Oh, because
0: it's right here. It's got the, I was looking at the wrong <laughs> side of it. I was looking at Dr. Bass holding an actual skull, and Death's Acre yep. is that book. These are out of print, a lot of these, and you can only get them from Bone Zones. Ah. This is the uh, the apron, which, there's this long story here about how um, he uh, ruined two stoves by uh, boiling skulls on them at his house. And okay. And then also ruined a blender by, uh, do you see the finger in there?
1: Oh. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I guess we can find out the stories in yeah, the books? Yeah, they're,
0: they're in the books. Yeah, okay. It's good, it's good <laughs> Bonezones.com, don't forget the S. <laughs> well, I... I um I speaking of dead people <laughs> I got a to I got a text from my friend Widower Jim okay. uh the other day. I don't know if that's really what to call him, but he started a blog about being a widower. Oh. Because he's a he's probably I mean he's barely fifty if that. Oh, that's young. and he's been widowed twice. I know. Uh his first wife died um of some I think I'm not going to say, because I can't remember the, the but some sad situation. Yeah. So he But he was lucky, and he married this other beautiful woman named Tracy. And they have kids who are high school aged. Oh. And then uh, one day, Tracy's at work, and she's stricken with a cerebral hemorrhage. And she died suddenly. And she was a French teacher. So she, she's well-known in the Oak Ridge community. Oh. You know, uh, Madame Tilson. She was a French teacher at Oak Ridge High and yeah. elsewhere. And beloved. And of course, I've known them. I've known Jim and Tracy. I didn't know Jim's first wife, but I knew Tr- Jim and Tracy and I knew their yeah. kids. Nina studies improv at Oak Ridge. She was in the ballet, the Oak Ridge Civic Ballet, where, so oh, I was Oh, yeah, see them. You,
1: which you would perform They would
0: show up at uh, in the uh, would see them at the opera. Yeah. I would be in the audience in, in the opera and they'd hey, look, there's the Tilsons. Hi. So I felt like I knew them well enough to go to Tracy's funeral. Yeah. And I told the story to when Catherine Frady was here about how uh, the funeral was live streamed.
1: Oh yeah, and you were on camera. Yeah,
0: so they showed uh, all the funerals nowadays. My mother—we streamed my mother's funeral. I mean, we just—you do yeah. that nowadays yeah. because well. people won't come, so they'll watch it. Oh, uh, I thought
1: that was just a like a COVID. Um, thing. It became
0: uh, that's kind of where it started, but they're, I don't think it'll ever go away.
1: Like that makes sense. Uh, you know, Brandon uh, yeah. Gibson.
0: God bless Brandon Gibson. Um, he's all over this. I got to tell yeah. the story about him too. He's all over the the blank newspaper. Yeah. His funeral was streamed. Mm -hmm. and Catherine Freight got up and spoke but so uh, similarly I I was teasing her I said I'm going to take a screen grab of you Catherine at Brandon's funeral which I did and I sent to her because back at I
1: don't know how I feel about that Frank
0: back at Tracy's funeral I took a screen grab of myself paying my respects at the casket at the beautiful Greek Orthodox Church so I told the story here and Freight just gives me grief about well how dare you take a selfie at a funeral
1: I mean it's why? 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 Well, I didn't
0: take a selfie. I mean, to me, taking a selfie would be the most rude.
1: Like, you know, holding up a camera while you're next right. to the casket would be very morbid. That, but I just, I
0: think it would be the are worst. Are you going to show it to me? Well, I'm going to show you something else. Um, <laughs> and I can probably find it. I mean, I can probably find the screenshot. I may still have it. See, this is a screenshot from Brandon Gibson's funeral. Mm. And uh, I think it's the one where Frady is walking up to the. Uh, one of these ones is where Frady is walking up to give her eulogy. So I've lost. So I've got a few there. Um okay. But I have a, yes, the one of me. Here's me at a different funeral for deacon. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay, Frank. I think you have a problem. Like I.
0: Deacon Ken Conklin's funeral. I I
1: I, I, I just think that maybe you need to stop. Should we have an intervention? Do well, I need to call Jerry?
0: Well. Um, so I did this screenshot. I told. I eventually I had to tell Jim. I thought Jim might watch the episode, so I told him.
1: Okay. And he,
0: like me, has this dark sense of humor, but he can't express it to everyone because not everyone gets it. But when he and I go to lunch together, we can just talk about okay. anything, and it doesn't matter. He can talk about the, the details of. Picking out the dress for Tracy's to wear in the casket, that kind of stuff. You know how Nina, what they had to process, they had to go through. Because yeah. I get it. I'm the guy you call when somebody dies. It's okay. I'm you can. I can talk. I, I, you can handle it, right? That's. Yeah. I mean, when Brandon died,
1: I am the person you can count on to cry a lot.
0: So, um, the other day, I get this text out of the random from Jim, and he says,
1: "Shall I read it?" Please, Jim. I thought of you today. I was listening to the Weird Al song, Tacky, and it got to the verse about live-tweeting a funeral, taking selfies with the deceased.
0: <laughs> so my response is, are you serious? <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> and so
1: he sends you the link to the song.
0: To so the Weird which I didn't know the song. And you remember the song, was it by Pharrell Happy?
1: Yes, I love that song. Okay. Oh, so it's Tacky, tacky. to...
0: And uh, it's got all that in there about live tweeting We'll, we'll a have to put
1: the link in the comments and, to this video so that, yeah,
0: you know. and taking a selfie with the deceased. And it's a very funny Weird Al song. So I love the fact that, that the widower <laughs> <laughs> himself is sending me. <laughs>
1: I mean, I appreciate that, that he, he doesn't have an him. issue. But, but you had three different funeral screenshots on there. So it's not just his.
0: Yeah, that the, was probably the. Um, oh gosh, I feel like there's another one. Okay, no, um, let's say there isn't. <laughs> let's just say there isn't.
1: We can move on now. Because I <laughs> well, because
0: just... speaking of dark humor, because I did that the one time at Tracy's funeral. Yeah, Freddy. Will give me grief. She'll mm-hmm. she, every time. This somebody. I tell her I've got to go to somebody's funeral because I, you know, I, I I'll go. I like. I don't mind going to funerals. I'm not. She'll say, "Oh, are you going to take another selfie, another screenshot?" So that I don't even necessarily intend to, but then she throws this gauntlet of.
1: Oh, so you feel like you've been challenged
0: by Frady to? Uh, so then, just and, and randomly, I will send Can her. Can we
1: phone her or something? Because I don't feel like she's trying to challenge you. I think the
0: text chain would prove. She's like, oh, yeah? She's trying, be, she's trying to be smart-alecky about it. Are you going to take another screenshot at another funeral? So then I just make sure that I do and send it to her when she least expects it.
1: <laughs> I mean, you
0: must have close friends. You and I are pretty close. I mean, yeah, I, would, I, could, I mean, I would you could be inappropriate
1: you. with me, but I guess I feel like there's a line. There's a line. <laughs> that, that's, that's a little over it for me. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> I, I think part of it is like said I mean I could go to a funeral to somebody i don't know and i 'm gonna see the family and i 'm gonna like i'm gonna feel the feelings of yeah uh, I, I just i'm just gonna start bawling like I could not know the person at all like i just i cannot handle it because I just you know, empathize and sympathize oh, yeah. so much with what the family's going through and like I just well, there was I a, don't do sad moments well anyway. Well it was a super
0: sad funeral up uh my one of Artie's my grandson's classmates died suddenly and unexpectedly. Oh my God. So they had a funeral for an eight year old and it was super tragic and super sad and my daughter said oh. "Is when she saw the miniature casket, she just started bawling.
1: Yeah, because I'm gonna
0: that's that's horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I really you actually oh, are tearing up. I, I, I,
1: really, I really, I really, sp- especially with children. Well, the and- same
0: thing happened when when beloved Brandon Gibson passed, and you know obviously I'm he introduced me to Catherine Frady.
1: That's oh, how wow. I know
0: Catherine is yes. because of Brandon, and they put this amazing you know these yeah. great. Pictures and articles in the blank newspaper. And what they also did is they took Frady's eulogy from the several remembrances. Several people wrote their remembrances. But they took uh, Frady's eulogy from uh, the funeral mass and printed it in here. Yeah. And April Hills got a memory in here. Rusty Odom, the publisher. But
1: even if you just went on Facebook for weeks on Facebook, like, you know, people that you wouldn't know had a connection with him or to him, like, they were just, just, yeah. leaving beautiful messages about him and it was really great to see how the community came uh, is, to honor him.
0: His beloved mom who passed a, a few years yeah. ago. and I'm, I went out. I'm the guy who goes, right? Yeah. So when his mom died, I went to that uh, visitation. to so show my respects. You
1: weren't quite taking selfies at funerals by that point yet. Not right? yet.
0: No, I wasn't there yet. Um, but I, I went and you know gave Brandon yeah. a big hug and said, you know, God bless you. I'm sorry for the loss of your mom. Um, and it, so I went to this this funeral and it was just mind boggling to see like all the people you know from different arenas because he was involved in the acting arena and the opera arena.
1: But it feels to me like also just the community in general just knows him too. So even not necessarily because of those women, he was so active.
0: Uh, Yeah, there were a couple of politicians there. There were, um, I mean the guy who designed my Frank and Friends logo, Jody Collins was there. Uh, Rachel Norman from the Word Players who who was telling me these stories about how when she and Brandon were in college together and we're in these community productions together and one time there was some trip where you know she actually had to share a room with them because they were that you know brother sister type friends that could do that and she said, if you thought his voice was loud when he spoke and he sang, you should hear him snore. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's fun to have that joy
1: yeah, um,
0: of it. And that's when, um, you know, obviously he was involved in Marble City Opera. I'm on the board of Marble City Opera. Yeah. So a lot of connections there. And all these folks, as I mentioned, all these opera singers. I'm sitting next to, you know, in a section with the opera people. And the, and then there's some orchestra people. And then here's over here some acting people. Yeah. Radio people, uh, Melanie and I from me everybody, yeah, from WOT. He was on the, you know, yeah, just uh, an amazing funeral. But it was one of the funniest funerals I've ever been to in my life.
1: Just everyone sharing the stories. Yes,
0: so. yes, and there was touching moments. Like his best friend Chris is talking about how he's wearing one of Brandon's ties that he stole, and. <laughs> All these hilarious moments, but then he wraps it up by calling Brandon's number, Put it, and you hear Brandon's answering on the voicemail, oh. and he leaves a message and says, yo, B, I'm here with all your friends. And we all, at that point, he... Okay, his,
1: see, now, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, I know. We all wanted to cry. I told cry. you, I'm the, I'm the crier. Like
0: It was, you yes. You
1: can't with me. There was a
0: lot uh. of crying, and it was a... Uh, so, and that was... Um,
1: I'm glad it was a lovely Over Thanksgiving girl.
0: weekend, Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so I wanted to share that because that newspaper just recently came out. Yeah, and I'm sorry I made you cry. It's,
1: it's okay, I, I cry easily.
0: <laughs> I don't, which is <laughs> why don't. when people Ugh. that's why you know when people call me like, hey, someone I know died. What should I do? I'm like, well,
1: well, I really remember one of the first stories I ever heard about you is you and um, a radio buddy of ours, Dave Morales used to have this thing where you tried to beat each other to the news of a celebrity death and be the one to text each other first. This and that's before, one of the first things I ever knew about you. Shoot.
0: This is before <laughs> social media. So the way you'd find out is if you were working at the radio station, yeah. and it would come over the AP wire. Yeah. So uh, that was exciting. I, I would, yeah, you'd rush to call or... I used to do this You wanted texting. to be the one who
1: knew before everyone else.
0: I used to love leaving a voicemail and saying uh, something to the effect of, you know, uh, Rex Harrison... Was 93 You know (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever the guy Whoever it was Yeah
1: it was just Yeah but that was I mean so this doesn't Entirely surprise me Because that's one of the First things I knew about you
0: Yeah (laughs) Yeah, that kind of that morbid fascination. Well, um, great. I'm sure you could find, if you wished, a fantastic audiobook about uh, all of that morbidity when you go to Audible. <laughs> and in fact, use our code, use our URL to get a free 30 day trial of premium Audible. Mm-hmm. It's audibletrial.com slash Frankenfriends Show. Get an MP3 download that you can keep forever during that first month trial. And then every month after that, yeah. a credit for an MP3 download, as long as you keep Audible. You can listen to it on all of your devices. You can get yep. the app. You can listen to it on your Amazon Echoes. Yes. All the things. It saves your place. So even if you switch devices, it doesn't matter. The, oh, I the love book that. picks up where you left off. Um, and you can find just absolutely amazing uh, original content, um, podcasts. But think about the thousands yeah. of books that come out every year. Sh- every, every Hundreds <laughs> come out every week. Yeah, a month. So there's always something. And mm. it's a found time. You know, if you're driving around and you find that listening, um, is better for you than trying to sit down and read, then yeah. it's perfect for you. It's a real way to if keep you on
1: long car trips, especially traveling for the holidays. Yeah. It's a great so thing. So check out
0: that. You should sign up for the free trial. I've with the literally
1: kids. just, I was like, oh, I should do that it's for my road trip.
0: You please do. Yeah. So that's audibletrial.com slash Frank and Friends Show. You can get our merch at uh, our website, Frank and slash store. And you go to the uh, YouTube and subscribe, mm-hmm. hit the bell for notifications, uh, listen on the podcast apps. I think we got everything. You can have cracker candy. candy. (laughs) Well, you can have it.
1: A little bit. Becky, you're a dear. Thank you so much for having me, Frank. I hope
0: you'll come back again soon.
1: As long as you don't make me cry.
0: (laughs) I hope you'll come back again soon anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not
1: promising. I can't.
0: I never mean to make people cry. I just just do. I'm just bad at that.
1: I mean, you don't normally make me cry, so I think this is a first.
0: Okay. Well, then, all right.
1: All right, so I'll risk it.
0: All right, (laughs) you're a pal. (laughs) It is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy.
1: I'm Becca James.
0: And we'll talk to you again next time.